American men are the most hung, according to American men. Straight men are holding hands in the Netherlands in support of gay men. Love it. We're talking about jobs. Not those kind of jobs. Coming up today, On The Point, you're a pig. Hello and welcome to The Point, the only talk show bringing gay and straight men together to see what happens. And we have a very special guest with us today. Hello, Hello. Mr. Sonny Wong. Pleasure to be here. I, I love your name. That is a great name. Thank it you. is a great name. Thank you. Is that your given name, Sonny? It's my given name. Wow. Not always, I didn't always like it. But I love it now. It's very positive. Yeah. I like it a lot. Very. And you, uh, you are a master of education, um, with a focus on work and career from the University of Toronto, Ontario Institute for the Study of Education. Proud graduate. That's very. That's very long. <laughs> Clearly, very the long. smartest person who's ever been in this room. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No. 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 Um, and okay, so you focus on work and career, and the reason why I wanted to have you on is because uh, uh, you know uh, everybody talks about their job. It's so much a focus of our lives and our identity. So I wanted some, and not everybody on this panel is necessarily happy with their full-time jobs. <laughs> Side shade from Tito. Um, so my first question for you, actually, is um, are, how much does being happy how much focus should that be on your job? Um, we have to kind of say happiness is an overall feeling, right? And when we come to talk about happiness related to employment or career, what positive psychologists have identified is that the more happy you are, the more successful you will be. So it's not the other way around. People go, oh, you know, as soon as I get that promotion, I'll be more happy. Or as soon as I get that raise, mm -hmm. I'll be more happy. Or as soon as I get that, you know, fancy title, I'll be more happy. It doesn't work that way. And continuously research has shown that the more happy you are with positive feelings and good moods and, you know, positive emotions, you're more likely to go out there and create something great for others and for yourself. So in that sense, that's where the professional um, success comes in, right? And they've shown that, you know, for new graduates, I, I think I read someone here as a, a Ryerson graduate, if, a, if graduates graduate and they're happy versus graduates who are graduates who are not happy, graduates who are happy actually secure more job interviews. So that leads to a successful outcome. Um, Individuals who are happy are more productive in their workplace and are positively evaluated by their peers and superiors. And they have this aura effect that they could handle managerial jobs. So automatically, you know, you're getting a competitive edge. But what if you're in a, a, a job that makes you unhappy? How, I mean, if, if you're already Leave. in... Huh? Leave. Leave? Well, but that's, that's easy to say. Hey, I, I quit. I quit my. I quit it. Wow. I quit my construction job after nine years because I couldn't handle it, and I moved to Toronto to pursue my dreams because I wasn't happy. So, did you have a job already lined up, or you uh, just? No, I didn't. Did you have money? I had, to, you had like family I had, to help you. Right? I had no. I had money saved up and whatever, and I worked. Um, uh, I worked until I got a bartending job. Um, but before that, I was just like, no, I'm done with this, and I. So, actually, that. Quit. Uh, um, is it, it can, can you make a blanket uh, statement in terms of 
there are people stuck in their jobs and they say, I can't leave my job because I rely on it for the salary. Right, right. But they're unhappy. Right. Are there any studies that show whether or not leaving your job actually leads to something better? Let's put it this way. If you're not in a happy place, nothing you do, your relationship is not going to happen. You know, your friendships are not going to happen. Your family, your family issues are not going to happen. So what happens is that if you're in an unhappy job, it does bleed into other aspect of your well-being. They call that subjective well-being. And the subjective well-being could be your social, your community, your finances, and your physical health. So what there's, we, you know, we can't separate a career identity from an individual personal identity. And what I always say is that we need to distinguish between a job and a career. So if you're engaging in a job, then don't expect much from it and find other things that satisfy you outside of your life, outside of the work life. But if you're engaging in a career, then that career means meaningful activities, what you do during the day. So many people confuse job for career, mm -hmm. right? You know, all of you are having fun. As soon as I walked in here, I could see the level of happiness and, and you're not getting paid. Like you're not getting a lot of money for this, but does not, that I'm mean- I'm not getting paid? <laughs> I, I thought know. we were just waiting I'm to the end of the paid. season for a lump sum, Fred. You made me hold Damn his it. hand? <laughs> I'm not getting paid. But as I was saying, what happens is that, you know, it, a career doesn't always have to have a monetary value attached to it. And that's where the mistake and the, you know, the misconception comes from that, you know, my job's supposed to make me happy. No, is that my a job's societal a thing? Where does that come from? I don't know. You're going to have to ask the people who believe that a job is supposed to be happy, right? Because a job is what you do for X amount of time for a set wage, right? Okay. A career is what you do for meaning and purpose and fulfillment, wow. right? Wow. So, okay. uh, so... Huh. <laughs> now, we... let me interview you. Now, why the hump? Okay. No, go. Just, I just know. I think that's. I think that's brilliant. Absolutely, and that's why I quit my job. Um, and I, I do have another job now, but my my career and what I'd like to make a career out of is acting. That's my right. passion. That's what I. That's what makes me happy. It. It's what I get up in the morning to do. You right. know what I mean? And I like. I had different jobs to pay bills right now, but meaningful, ultimately... purposeful. Yeah. You know, it brings you enjoyment, you Absolutely. delve right into it, and yeah. then as a result, you're happier and you want to continue doing it. Absolutely. You know, there's a, there was a big shift for me uh, about a year and a half ago when I got my current job, like career, whatever. I mean, it's, it's employment in the career that I want to be right. working in. And before that, having, you know, done freelance, which was occasionally okay, and I enjoyed enough of that a little bit, but, like, having to do just jobs to be able to pay bills and retail and other bullshit like that, like, it, you know, that was very unfulfilling and unhappy, and I've been dramatically happier just as a human being because I've been able to do what I want to be doing every day. I go to this place with these amazing people and create this really cool stuff. And Absolutely. you know, it, it doesn't feel like any of the jobs I ever had before. I don't feel like I'm working. I'm just there doing what I'm doing and happily they, you know, occasionally give me a paycheck, you know, which is great. <laughs> but it's, you know, not uh, not sort of like, oh God, I have to get through this to get the money. I have to do this to get the money, you know, which I've been in jobs like that before. So it's, it's, it's nice. What about people who, um, don't know what they, they want to be when they grow up. 
I don't believe that's true. Really? I work in a, um, I work with youth right now and they walk in and they say, I don't know what I want to do. I don't know what I want to do. They may not know what the actual occupation is called, but when you ask them to describe, when you ask them to envision, when you ask them to feel what's the day like when you get up and you pretend to go to work, they're able to, to have very clear descriptions of what they feel is meaningful. It is the self-doubt that's talking that's canceling out and making it a default answer of, oh, I don't know what I want to do. Wow. Right? But when you actually sit down and you go, no, I'm just, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> when you actually sit down and you say, let's not label anything, let's pretend when I went to bed last night and I wake up and my dream happened, that that dream is in having that career that I wanted. And I would say, well, can you describe what your day is like now that this dream has happened in your sleep? And many, many people, adults, young, even children, are able to describe what it is that they're doing. And that is the unfolding of a career identity. That is the building blocks of a healthy career identity. Society seems to be very fixated on titles. And I, I right? was going to ask, but if we do, we put too much emphasis societally on that. You know, I, I don't know what to say. There are there are jobs that are disappearing because of automation. So and Trump are, is bringing coal back. Well, let's not <laughs> Why did you have to bring him? Up? <laughs> There's no reason so, to do that. <laughs> there are jobs that are disappearing because of automation, and there are jobs that are collapsing and weird names come up, right? Like they're coordinator of special something something or special project of something something. If you're the individual who attaches your career identity with the occupational title, it becomes quite confusing and ambiguous, right? Is a lot of people, their emotional well-being is tied into that then so what advice do you have to people who may not like the title or like where they are i mean it, it does affect us emotionally oh absolutely but we have to remember well-being has five components oh. and career is just one component right so mm -hmm. you know other forms of well-being is what social see friends relationships family ties so you may want to boost that up if your career is not as high as you want it to be, because if you boost that up, maybe it'll boost the career up. The second thing could be community, you know, churches, you know, gay advocacy groups, you know, volunteerism. If your career is low, you may want to boost that part up because we know that as more positive effect happens, the other dimensions goes up too. So there's finances. Now many people go, well, finance, like that's really hard. But it's not about how much money you have is about how well you manage what you have. Right? Poorly. Exactly. <laughs> so, you know, the five dimension and also the physical health, like I know that you're a trainer, like we know that if you work out regularly, you actually feel more positive. So there are other ways to influence your career success if you really think about what are the five well-being factors. Yes, Tito? Makes sense, all of it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. um, I, I, a sort of a side question I had, uh, had to do with um, uh, discrimination in the workplace. 
Um, and, and the reason why I ask about this is because the only time in my life when I've been, when I've dealt with anti-gay discrimination, it was from other gay men. Um, I wondered if there were any um, studies or statistics on um, how discrimination of any sort kind of plays out in the workplace. Well, we have to celebrate what has happened already, which is that there's a lot of discrimination policy that protects LGBT community. Whether they're activated or not in the workplace is a different story, right? Um, you're right, like, you know, I have been discriminated by another gay man early on in my career, and I kind of go like, huh? This doesn't really make any sense, but it does happen. Um, it is surprising to, like, a straight person who doesn't understand what you're talking about exactly. Yeah. That, well, it's like, funny. That's a very strange one of, one idea, because you would imagine that it's sort of like, oh, we got to stick together kind of thing. No, but whatever, he was but... kind of, this one guy I'm thinking of, this one boss of mine, he was kind of semi-closeted, and... Was Hated you because of it? Because I wasn't, I was very out and open. And so you were like resented. Everybody, and everybody in the workplace would ask me, how come, why is he, why does he hide the, you know, that he has a boyfriend? I'm like, I don't know. I'm not his, ask him. But um, yeah, he didn't like the fact that. Well, that's also a very straight thing as a side note to just think that every gay person is a, like a, a spokesperson for every other gay person you know what i mean like why do gay people do this yeah, like yeah. like i could tell you why i do that you know what i mean like, is the usual response no i don't all the gays what's his yeah. name brian he lives on show okay no i do yeah. know yeah. him actually yeah. but we'll that's just that. a coincidence yeah. Um, yes, but you were saying discrimination. I I I don't like to use that word to oh. be honest. I I feel that um, I do recognize that discrimination does exist in the workplace, but if it when it happens to me, I don't use that word as the first word to describe my experiences. I feel that um, the subtle form of discrimination is really more about territory. You know, this is what I do and you can do that. This is what I have and you can have that. So I feel that the subtle form of discrimination is more about, you know, people being territorial about what they have and what they don't have and who could play in the club and who can't play in the club. Because there are many other factors besides race, religion, sexuality, gender, that play into the denial of access and resources. And that's what discrimination really is. Right. Hmm. You mentioned before uh, some professions kind of going away uh, because of technology and so whatnot. many. Um, so how how do we deal with that? If something that you know, I I, I used to work in newspapers, the media. Yeah, yeah. The media landscape has. What's shrunk. a newspaper? Exactly. <laughs> well, look what happened to Extra. Right, right, the gay our, our, the gay newspaper in Toronto. Look what happened to Fab? It's online only. Right, right that's right. gone. Mm -hmm. So, uh, right, a lot of the LGBT media, uh, the print media, has gone away. So, how how do uh, I mean people in mid career, people who are just coming out of university? How do you sort of survey the landscape now as opposed to in ye olden days? Okay, first of all, I think there's a misconception of the olden days being better. Like when I graduated from university it was 1996 
and that was when first was one of the first Canadian like depressions. I remember the Canadian dollar was fifty cents for for U.S. and really? oh yeah, all like I the, remember is that Titanic came out. And the so. and the and the, and the like oh that was this no ninety seven I'm sorry so, but yeah wow so like yeah. 50, so, cents. fifty cents so back then like people go oh you know what back then it was so nice blah 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 you know it was not nice like I remember taking contract jobs I remember having two or three jobs but enough about me. But today's time is more about mastering rather than, you know, saying, I want that job. You will be thinking about, or I want that career. You'll be thinking about more, what skills do I need to master to stay in that field? And I've always said to, to new graduates or, you know, people in mid-career, don't attach yourself to an organization. You know, the days of the organization supporting you while you are, you know, into your retirement years are long, long gone. Attach yourself to a occupational feel and continue to master your skill. And continue, if you're going to be a dancer, then you're going to be the best dancer. If you're going to be the actor, Matt? you're going to be the best actor. You're going to be the best dancer. Okay, listen to him. Can you do a backflip? points me out. Okay, here we go. So that's what I'm trying to, like, mastery. And mastery means that you're doing something to gain proficiency without the ego. Mm -hmm. So you're not, you know, I'm not going to be the best career counselor because I want to be the most recognized career counselor right. in the field. I just want to be the best career counselor so that when clients come, I don't look like an idiot, mm -hmm. right? And I want to serve the clients well. You'd be so, surprised how many people don't care about looking like an idiot. Mm -hmm. I've noticed in my time, just right. people who are like, you know, yeah. So it's mastery of your skill and then delving into that skill and then losing yourself into it. And that's how you continue working, right? Well, great. Well, any last uh, piece of advice that uh, you wanted to give people who are? I, the last piece of advice is, you know, as a gay single male in our community, sometimes we're overly conscious on the subjective achievement. So, what, so we're overly conscious on the objective achievement. You know, I got to get that promotion. I got to get that condo. I got to get that boyfriend. I got to get that car. You know, we need to shift more. I'm saying as a gay single man. Okay. Yeah. As a gay single man. <laughs> all the Some, now we need to think about what are the meaningful things that bring us joy. And if you could tangle that up into your everyday work life, then you have subjective well-being. Great. We should all strive I for that. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Um, well, thank you, Sonny. If yes, people so want much. to contact you, have questions, they'll contact me through you. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. So if you have any questions for Sonny, contact us here at thepointguys at gmail.com. Thank, thank you. Thank you, much, everybody. Thank, thank you. you so much. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Uh, and now it's time for Tito's Midpoint. This week we're playing Pointless. It's our take on Kill Fuck Mary. So we will start on that end, Mr. Dougie. Here we go. Doog. Doog. Dougs. Doogies. Remember, right. remember the character? Anyways, Doogie Howser. Doogie Howser. Patrick Harris. No, no, no. I was going to go off, but then, yeah. <laughs> like the cartoon, Doug? Yes. <laughs> I am obsessed with you. All right. <laughs> I have Amy Poehler, Tina Fey, and Kristen Wiig. Oh. Cake oh, it's pretty wow. fantastic. Wow. Uh, I'm going to say, um, I'm going to marry Kristen Wiig. Yep. 
I am going to gentlemanly sleep with Tina Fey. <laughs> and yeah. as much as it pains me, I'd have to kill Amy Poehler, but yeah. I love Amy Poehler. Uh -huh. I would run the same hard. thing. Oh. I would run the same thing. Yeah. Here we go. John Oliver, John Stewart, Stephen Colbert. This is spelled J-O-H-N, so this is not from The Daily Show. It's a different John Stewart. <laughs> Wait, I don't know who these people are. What? I'm the worst with are names. Are you serious? They're like, the, like John Stewart from The Daily Show, John Oliver from Last Week Tonight on HBO. The one with the glasses, yeah. Oliver? Yeah, and then Stephen Stewart Colbert. Stewart with the white hair? Them. Yes. Like now, yeah, now I guess, yeah. yeah. Is Stephen Colbert, Colbert. Is that? He does The Late Show right now on There's CBS. So he, he did The he Colbert was, Report. Yeah. The what? The Colbert, Colbert Report. Report. Yeah, it was on Colbert. after The Daily Show. It was like... Okay, I'm well, close. I'm sorry. Okay, well, so I'm going to have to kill <laughs> Colbert because... Uh. <sighs> you fool. <laughs> They're all, There's so many late shows. Like, How am I supposed to know who's who? Anyways. Like, those are the three who? biggest. And then all uh, John Oliver. I would sleep with him and marry John Stewart because he has like... Pay, like uh, like salt and pepper, salt pepper hair. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you like those older salt and pepper Jewish guys, don't you? You know how I do. <laughs> I got mans, so I don't know who they are. Too what do you bad. Mean? You know you don't know who they are. I know, I know oh, Channing Tatum. Oh, you guys should have traded. I know Channing Tatum. That's a good Chris one. Is so I don't know. Hot. What's he from? What's he from? He was Chris Pine is on Star Trek. He was Star Trek. Kirk. The main guy. Yes. yes. The main guy. What is going Charlie, on today? Charlie Who's that? Who's Charlie Hunnam? This is the Sons of Anarchy. Oh yeah, just like some, kill him. Some yeah, yeah, kill him because I've never watched that. Well, he'll um, shank you anyway. Yeah, Chris Pine. I guess I, I, I do. I'd marry Chris. Pine. Marry him. Yeah. yeah that's and then I guess no. you know what I'm saying. Uh, You're fucking Channing. You get I'm down with Channing. Channing. Oh, yes. I, I would do. I would. Oh, but you know he's got the rhythm from all of his dancing moves. Step up. It's true. It's true. So, Channing you know. Tatum is a cool drink of water. He would. A cool drink of water. Oh, but I don't like his teeth. What's that supposed to mean? Isn't it a tall drink of water? Whatever. All right. Teats. What do you got? I got Olivia Munn, Olivia Wilde, and Amelia Clark. Oh, that's a good one too. I don't know who. Olivia, Olivia Newton Clark. John. Olivia John. Oh. Who's Amelia? I don't know who that is. Amelia Clark is Khaleesi. <laughs> is oh, Khaleesi. I don't know what that means. Oh, I love her. Game of Thrones. Oh, I've never watched it. What? You've never watched it. I know. I know. Sorry. Anyway, Tito, you're not joking. I'm killing Olivia Munn because she always has like a stank face on. Oh, she's great though. Um, yeah, I'm sleeping wild. with Olivia Wilde. Yeah. And I'm definitely marrying Amelia Clark. Nice. I would kill amazing. her too. She always That's looks tough. like angry. Yeah, she does. Like, why are you making me feel <laughs> so dumb? I know. That's Ooh, not angry. It's so that's a good one for you. Yeah. Ooh, I don't even know. Who's Zoe Saldana? Saldana. Oh, from Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh my gosh, she's, she's so the hot. Green oh, yeah, she's wow. Avatar. And all of wow. From Avatar. <laughs> Ab Avatar. Read the three out loud it's first. Zo and then yeah, Zoe uh, Saldana, yeah. Uh, Natalie Portman, and Mila Kunis. Ooh, would, would you make Black a Mila Kunis? Wait, well, who's the one in the middle? Yes, I would. You would make uh, a meal. Yeah. I, I would absolutely. Okay, kill Natalie Portman, obviously. What? Why? Love what? her, but she, she has no personality. She's a like, wonderful person. Know that. No, yeah, I'm sure everybody is. We're not killing them for real. Like. <laughs> That's why it's called pointless. Exactly. All right. What you know you what? I can't. I'm gonna. I'm gonna kill Zoe. Unfortunately. Oh. Ah! Sorry. She's the hottest. I'm sorry. Um, I'd fuck Mila and. Uh, so and Natalie, Natalie Portman. Yeah. Excuse well, me. she's got a baby I've, on the way. I have. That's oh why no. I you know what? Sorry. Pardon me. I fucked up. I would. I'm gonna fuck Natalie and marry Mila. <laughs> why? Because she's pregnant. Yeah. I'm into well, that. No. Well. No. Because no. Because this was my original Natalie's thing. Natalie's got yeah. kids. Next. Okay, I, there's only one left, so there you go. Love it. I get the dregs. Here we go. Ooh, oh, Adam Levine, 
Jared Leto, Justin Timberlake. Ooh. Oh, kill Jared Leto for sure. I would sure. kill Jared Leto. Jared Leto like, so come hard. on. What is this based on? Uh, you know, Just, I, he's the worst. I, I would fuck Adam Levine. Yeah, whatever. And I would marry Justin Timberlake. Yeah, no, that sounds right. No, because Justin, Justin Timberlake seems nice gentle. Guy. He would treat you well. I would yes. kill both and Adam just marry Levine. and fuck Justin I'd rather G. die than marry Justin Timberlake. Oh my God. Oh my God. You would rather Why? marry Adam Levine? I think he's so yes. beautiful. You, you would rather die yourself. Yeah. What's wrong with I don't JT? Think you would. <laughs> he's, I can't, I can't believe anyone could spend their life with someone like Jessica oh, Biel did. come on. Whoa. Yeah, but like Jessica Thank you, Tito. Whoa. Jessica Biel. Whoa. For today's Whoa. midpoint. Paper cut. <laughs> and that brings us to talking point number two. Big hands, big heart on. Mm. You mean big dick? No, heart on. Heart? Dick? Heart. So men in the Netherlands. Okay, so there was a a, a gay couple oh, in yeah, the yeah, Netherlands. Yeah. That's why Gordon and I were holding hands. Yes, earlier. there was a gay couple in the Netherlands. Uh, they were the victim of an anti-gay attack, <laughs> and so straight men in the Netherlands have started a campaign to hold hands walking down the street in solidarity with the gay couple. Now, uh, this is a great thing, obviously, and people are social media-ing it out, tweeting photos you of this. You so old when you say it like that. Social, social media-ing. Media yeah. um, They're on the computers. Yeah, uh, <laughs> on the Googles. <laughs> um, but uh, here's my question. Would, would straight men do that here? No. I would. I mean, is it like no. a parade? No, or are they just like spontaneously like, would. like the pop up? No, just like walking from like right. a meeting walking to whatever, in the like down the street. Yeah, yeah. Would 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 straight men do it? I have before. I'm I I'm yeah. open yeah. to doing it. I, like, but I don't think really it would high. catch on as a Seven thing. Great times. Is, <laughs> wait, 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 Doug. I don't think Sorry. it would catch on as a thing in a bigger way because it seems to me that nothing really happens in North America generally, unless it's like a big organized event. Right. You know what I mean? Like people don't subtly protest, yeah. which is not a good thing. People need to do that, but they don't. So you've got like these big marches and these big events and all of that. So I could totally see a big event where people came out, to, you know, a lot of straight allies and whatnot to support uh, and whatnot, but I don't see them just like, you know, me and Ori wandering down the streets. I mean, it's, it's a bad weird. example because I totally, we probably would do I that. I would, I'd go do that yeah, right now. Yeah, okay, so let's do it, let's you, just, across the table. Why yeah. did you do it last time? Just the rest of the show. You We're said you've done stairs. it before. <laughs> what? You said you've done it, why? I don't know, I just, I, like I said, I was really, really uh, inebriated, I guess you could say. You were drunk. I was, I've, and it was just me and my buddy, we were just skipping down the road with our hands, it was but great. But I've held hands with like my straight, <laughs> like, Guy friends, they like, like love, Doug. They like love to hold my hand. Oh, that's cute. Like they Doug. Love, they love to. Like hold my hand. one of my like close friends, Max. I don't know if he's watching, but anyways, um, he like loves to hold my hand or like my arm. Or, like I love to like he's so muscly too. Like Doug. <laughs> yes. Well, anyways, yeah. But I agree. I don't think it's okay, it would Gordon, be a thing. My thing yeah. is like, what does it do? Like, you know, like what does it do? Sh like what's different well, now. It well. shows like support, I guess. Well, it, yeah. it shows support, but it's also if if a, if two men holding hands is more common, mm. it becomes normalized. It's yeah, it's normalizing. I don't even hold uh, something that people in, have a prejudice against. In the right. whole holding hands thing, like I'm not going to lie, I'm still like 
when I had a boyfriend, I wouldn't do it because yeah. I was like, I don't know. You're scared. The, and it, yeah, not scared, but I would just feel awkward. I but would just be like, a, don't. Like, but that's too bad. You should, I know. Like, you shouldn't have to feel that way because like, I love holding hands when I'm in a relationship with somebody. Like, it's just that sort of closeness, but like a subtle closeness kind of thing. You know, you get to, you get know, to do you, that we, and it's I, nice. I don't know. It's like this thing that's like <laughs> installed like inside of it. me just because of like what, I don't know, society, I guess. I don't know. But well, that's the thing, right? Is that I've never felt like there was anything wrong right. with me holding hands with a woman because, because society, society has never said that right. it has. So, you know, I guess part of it, Gordon, is that exactly as Matt's saying, like it's it's just saying like this is just a thing that everyone does and if it becomes normal then people don't have an adverse reaction to it. It's kind of, you know, it's sort of like the idea of seeing like a, a an interracial couple now is sort of like whatever it's, that's two people you know but you know 60 70 years ago that was just like what's going on and to some people, people still have an issue with it which is so upsetting stupid. but do you see it so much more now that it's you know like by straight up just seeing it and it just being around and existing it becomes a normal thing yeah. and then people don't have issue with it. I mean, they shouldn't have issue with it. Interracial. Um, uh, early on, when we started the second talking point, you said, Dick? Are we talking about Dick? Dick. What? Well, we are. Um, Always. A new yeah, study just came out. Always. Um, comparing how men, how big men say they are versus what women, how big the women say the men are. I think there must be a correlation to those. Sorry, just, I'm probably jumping the gun here about guys who say that they're huge and who aren't really, and guys who don't boast about how big they are and are mm -hmm. larger. Well. Because I feel like they, you know, they're like, whatever, I don't need to prove anything, because right. um, the, the most, actually, the, um, the ones that uh, lie the most are Americans. Um, the survey Sorry. found. Started from the top, now we're here. The survey found that Americans were the most overly proud of their uh, penises, telling researchers they possess 7.2 inches when they only really have 6.6 .6 inches. On the other end of the scale, Canadian women claimed the penises they'd seen were the biggest in the world at seven inches, but this was contradicted Whilst by- Whilst traveling in Europe. <laughs> but this was contradicted by the people who should know best who said their appendages were slightly smaller. So uh, the, the people who were most modest about their penis size were Canadians and Indians. And in fact, um, there's a- And Canadian uh, Indians uh, don't even get started. There's a graphic that hopefully we can get up on the screen. Um, uh, Canadians- It's just an eggplant uh, emotion. Men, it's a cucumber. Uh, men claim 6.84 inches, but women say it's almost seven inches. Uh, How do women even know? They can't. What? I don't it's, feel a, it. it's biological. They have like a they uh, have measuring tape like, in yeah. They measure their throat and then see how far it goes. No, they can just feel it inside what? their vaginas. <laughs> But they, it's just, it's what they, what they, they guess it to be. Um, Americans, uh, men claim seven and a quarter inches, but women say it's only six and two thirds inches. Who cares? Average is five, like anything over six is perfect. Anything over three is fine, am I right? <laughs> am I right? But isn't the average five? Um. Or it used to be. I don't. I read that. Like, I don't know. Is the average five? It's like five point five. Yeah. I don't or something. even know. Like the world average. Right. Well, globally, um, men claim seven inches, um, but it's really six and two thirds inches. Like globally, if it's all added together yes. into one big every dick. penis <laughs> in the world. Super dick. Why is it in inches? Hashtag super dick, Hashtag super dick yeah. for sure. Why is it in inches? Why is it in inches? 
as, as opposed to what centimeters? centimeters? Well, because the last time I measured, I was like in grade school. So like I had like <laughs> Wait, the last time you measured your rule. dick. Yeah, was in grade school. Because it's like it's like a centimeter ruler. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like you have the, the thirty because centimeter ruler. I'm sure it's ruler. bigger now, Gordon. I'm sure it's bigger now. Yeah, wouldn't you want? What? It? No, I'm not talking. I don't care. <laughs> like. How big is now? You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying, like, why are we using inches? That's just how like you, you want to use centimeters because it's a bigger it's number. Bigger, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> do people, do you do you talk about your dick in terms of centimeters? No, I don't no, talk, I don't talk about, about the size of my I dick. Don't, you don't talk I don't about, talk your, about dick. your dick. Mine? I do all the time. Who are you talking? <laughs> who are you talking to about your dick? Facts. Who me? Yeah, like who do you talk about it with? His friends. Actually, I don't talk. I just like use, casually. Is yeah. there ever an opportunity? Because there's like you know the sexual like. You like that dick? I guess. Whatever. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Wait, you what know. was that? But have you ever gotten a trying wow to be a straight from a girl? Guy? Have you ever gotten a wow from a girl? As no. a side note, though, it's. I want to know what was weird about what I said. Okay. Okay. What? What's what? Oh. Okay. No. Go. What go. that you measured What's your dick weird? in grade school? Well, what, like, like, I'm like twelve. Yeah. Whatever. I'm not six. I'm, oh. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. As a side note, Wait, though, inches? It's, it's good okay. to know. Like, it's good to have a heads up. Heads up. Yeah. Ah, so, okay, well, that was not worth that big a reaction. What do you mean? <laughs> no, no you mean? like when you, oh God. Well, you know, when you are about to. Like, it's good to have a heads up from your partner, how, you what know, to I expect. You know, I hate talking about these things. <laughs> I'm what just you... saying, it's good to have a heads up when it comes to these things. That's all I'll say. What does that mean? So you want to, you want like a warning? Be like, oh, you want to let you know that. Good to know, because girl, I. Good to know how big. Yeah. That's what I mean. So you want somebody straight up be like, yo, well, do you? I got this going on. Well, yeah. Tito and Matt, because you deal because, with. Because because nothing. No, I'm not because you're the because you deal with dick. Because you yeah, guys, because you deal with dick. Have you found that like guys in the past have lied about like one? No, but I'm like, yo, yes, and then usually. You guys, a yes. conversation. Yes. I've heard from my friends. I have to throw it to my friends. I can't do it to me. Okay. But I've heard my friends that they like, they've been warned. They're like, P.S. Like that's a thing. Like it's, it's like it's big. very yeah. yeah. And like some of my girlfriends are like, I can't. Like there's no yeah. there's no way. Like do you know what I mean? So things yeah, like what that. What do you want to want me good. to do? Throw it over my shoulder and burp it? Well, it's just they're just saying like the ew. <laughs> They're just saying like it's good to know in advance when it's like beyond a certain yeah. point because then it's like okay like come on yeah. like what? no I don't think people like yeah but again we were talking averages here like I don't but think the there's like enough of a situation like, where American it's like, guys are liars is that your is that the bottom line well of the that's story? the bottom line of this that is that story. they exaggerate the most they exaggerate about their yeah that's, so there that you go that is the point but is that it like is men point. in general or gay or straight men just men in general well this was about straight men. Well, yeah, because they know that women would not be able to really measure, and then gay guys, because they work more with dick, they probably know better how to measure. Hold on. Work okay. more, more with, with dick? dick? Hashtag work more with dick. That's why End I'm saying that gay guys wouldn't lie about it because they would know more, more than yeah. a woman would, I guess. End points. Tito. Bob of the week. week. This week is um, Cheat Codes featuring Demi Lovato, and it's called... Cheat Codes? Cheat code. Oh. <laughs> it's up, called No Promises. It's a really good song. Right, select. <laughs> it's a really good song. And Matt, I know you have an endpoint because the day this episode is being released, birthday is your birthday. Woo! I'm turning 21. <laughs> We're all turning 21. For, for how many times now have you turned 21? 
Um, okay, you think about that. Um, in the meantime, don't forget to check us out on Reverie, the world's largest LGBTQ online streaming service. Check it out. Is Reverie. it though? Is it the largest? TV. It's it American, so it maybe is. they're exaggerating the size of it. Oh. No dissing Reverie. Yeah, I love Reverie. Reverie is blessed. Reverie.tv. Uh, Patreon, our crowdfunding site, patreon.com slash thepointguys. iTunes, check us out there for the audio podcast. YouTube, YouTube, very important. Subscribe to us. Hit the subscribe button and subscribe to our channel. It costs you nothing. It means everything to us. Everything. Literally everything. <laughs> and for uh, back episodes and everything point-related, check out our website at thepointguys.net. Thank you to Sunny Wong, a career counselor, for joining us today. Thank you all at the table. Thank you, Fred. And thank you. We have a new show every Tuesday, so we will see, see you, you next Tuesday. Tuesday. On The Point.